Judge. And I'm Albany Beach. And this is Chats for Change. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while, we know, but we're really excited to get back into the swing of things now that we're both home and back into our uni and working lives. Exactly, and this week's uh, episode's going to be super good. We're super excited. We are. Even before we sat down and recorded this podcast, we were sitting for maybe half an hour just chatting about this podcast and getting ourselves hyped up about it. Yeah, exactly. We're really, really pumped. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about where we've been. I went to Auckland, and Albany went to Auckland, mm-hmm. and then I went to Tauranga. I went to Wellington. Yep, and then I went to Nelson as well for a bit. So, so we've been all over New Zealand, pretty much. Um, so I went up to Auckland to see my friend for a couple of days, and then I also was up in Wellington for a weekend with Mike, Michael, my partner, just because Wellington's a beautiful city. Yeah, and I love Wellington. you just got to go up there and yeah. eat and shop sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I went to Auckland uh, for Sticky Fingers, which was mean. Uh, Tauranga to see friends, which was lovely. And then Nelson as well to see some other friends. Yeah. So we have been busy bees, as you can tell. So apologies in the missing of uploads. But yeah, as we were saying before, we are pumped for today's episode. It is a jam-packed one. But yeah, other than the constant travelling, what have you been up to, Danny? Just back back into studying and I, and I enjoy it. I enjoy studying, so. How about you? What's new with you? Just working lots. I'm about to go off to Thailand for a couple of weeks in a couple of weeks, which I'm really pumped for. So basically just like kind of like preparing for that, trying to soak up as much sun to keep myself prepared for all the sun over there. Yeah, so lots of exciting things to come. So should we just get straight into the Let's Get Serious? Because I feel like this one is really just hitting home Mm. this year. Or I've just been hearing a lot about it, which... I think just shows that we're really truly into the adulting phase now of renting and having to look for flats. But I think this is an important topic that I kind of stumbled upon on this article from this magazine in Wellington, actually, because it's a massive problem up in there. And this is the whole situation around uni flats or just flatting in general in winter. Yeah. So there is this massive problem pretty much with even if it's a personal or a you know, company buying houses to rent out to young people or just people in general and they are just not taking care of the properties and then the people who are renting are paying, especially in Wellington and Auckland and those mm. higher up cities, paying crazy amounts and already stressing about money from uni fees. Yeah, exactly. And then during winter time being cold and having a damp, wet house. And it's, it's just not acceptable. Yeah, it's it's not something that should be happening. Like, our students should be getting a lot of support. And there should be um, legislation in place that makes sure that they're living in healthy, healthy homes. Exactly. And there was this one part in the article that I was reading that was said, it's hard enough to be a uni student worrying about fees and money because you can't work that much because you need to study as well as trying to pass for uni Mm. and then having a damp house and then getting sick so you can't attend uni and your work that's earning you the money it's just this horrible cycle that nobody should have to be dealing with we looked up a few facts about this to kind of back us up and this one here just really shocked me just under half of the renters said that they have a problem with dampness or mold compared to about one quarter of homeowners Mm. Which just goes to show, and I think it's quite obvious, that obviously if you own the home yourself, you're going to want to make sure that it's more cared for because it is your home and you're the one living in it. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't be acceptable 
for landlords and property owners to just not even give a toss. Yeah, exactly. And it's not renters' responsibility to be paying for heating or putting in those kind of heating devices like heat pumps. Mm-hmm. It's the landlord's responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And not just with coldness and dampness, but 32% of rental properties were reported being poorly maintained, which is just kind of ridiculous. And I'm onto my second flat now, and I have a wonderful landlord. I'm very lucky. And I just wasn't used to it. My last landlord wasn't horrible, but she just wasn't that attentive in the sense of there were some things that needed fixing, and they just weren't getting fixed. And I thought that was just normal, which just goes to show how often this is happening. And then I came here and something was broken and they came around and fixed it the next day. That's so great, yeah. Which just goes to show it's not complicated, it's not hard, it's your property and you shouldn't be buying properties to rent out unless you are willing to make sure that this is going to be maintained properly. Exactly. And um, it's also problems for students living in Otago, I've heard. Um, obviously, it's a lot colder down there. And I, you know, someone that I know got so sick from uni flatting. Um, one of the windows was broken, it didn't get fixed for weeks, um, stuff like that. It's just not alright. You know, these students, they're, they're the future of New Zealand. They're the ones who are going to be in the big jobs, making the money for the economy. Mm-hmm. And they need to be able to go through the education system happy and healthy. So the government needs to have a big look at that. Mm. And it wouldn't be hard to put in some rules into place to make sure that these landlords and these property owners are meeting these standards because at the end of the day it's just not okay. Uni students and people in general shouldn't have to put up with this and homes should just be nice and warm, especially during the freezing frost of winter. Exactly. I'm really fortunate to be at home. I've got to say that, and I was, some guy was talking to me the other day, and he was saying he's looking for a different flat that has way less windows, because where he stays, the windows is what brings all the cold in. Flatting sounds so exciting and so great, but if you're not finding a place that's going to be warm enough and stuff, it's just going to be an awful experience. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, being, having to pay extreme prices for a flat that isn't going to even be heated well. Like, that is just ridiculous. You know, having to Mm. pay for it all and then having to pay on top of it for blankets and all this ridiculous heating because you've got a really expensive heating system because the house isn't insulated. Another little let's get serious that I wanted to add in was that recently New Zealand has passed legislation which basically allows people who have faced domestic violence to have 10 days of working pay so that they have that time to get themselves sorted, find a different place to live. I think it's something that should have been here a long time ago because it makes sense, you know, when you're going through that kind of traumatic process, you shouldn't be also having to worry about money. So I think it's great. Um, it was a really close vote. Learned about it on the New York Times website, which is interesting. It must be on other New Zealand media as well, but that's just how I found about it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And it's even better that it's actually on the New York Times because that shows that other countries are kind of showcasing New Zealand's doing this and then you know there'll be more people getting the ideas of it and being like well we should you know vote for that in our country yeah because something like that is really amazing and they're already having to go through so much yeah it's really good Mm. that New Zealand's kind of taking the lead in something as important as domestic violence because it's something that just needs solving yeah and it's a big problem in New Zealand we all know about it there's been so many campaigns to try and lessen it and uh, it's an issue that is a problem in New Zealand and legislation is going to help a lot of people. It really will. So let's move on to what we've been loving. So a bit of a more easy breezy positive topic. Yeah. Let's start off with one from each of us. So my first one is quite simple. It's kind of just like I've gone back into the gym a lot more and kind of planning gym goals versus just 
I'm going to go to the gym and work my bum off for a month until I get really fit and look really good. Because I was just getting into this horrible cycle of, I'm going to go to the gym and smash out these workouts so I look really good. And then when I would look good, I'd be like, okay, cool, I'm happy with myself now. And then I would fall back off the trailer where at mm-hmm. the end of the day, working out makes me feel good inside, mentally, emotionally, as well as physically. And it just kind of boosts my energy. There's just so many good things about it that I could rant on for ages. But one thing that's really kept me motivated is kind of goals that I can work towards. So wanting to be able to do like 10 pull-ups in a row and wanting to be able to do like deadlift a certain amount just Mm -hmm. little things like that that are kind of silly and not really that big a deal in the big scheme of things but they're getting me motivated to go back because I'm just like oh yes I want to go back so that I can work hard and train hard to reach this goal awesome so yeah that's one thing so if you're getting a little bit bored of your workout routine or whatever I would definitely recommend that yeah making some solid goals straight towards Mm. yeah and again like to do fitness like my um top what I've been loving at the moment uh, is the boot camp that's being offered at my university that I've signed up for. So I've had my first week of it. It's Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6.30am. Um, it's an hour class and it's full body workouts. So we do circuit training and lots of running, weights. Yeah, it's really great all around. I'm enjoying it because it's not concentrating on one area and then that area gets really tired and sore and then it becomes painful because it's all around you end up doing a lot more for your body and yeah it's been good and I'm not one to enjoy exercise but I've found enjoyment in this and I think that everyone can find a type of exercise that they like you know there's not just yeah if you don't like running like don't do running do something else me and Danny before this were literally talking about how we just both hate cardio if you're the same Bro, just cut out cardio, you know? Yeah. Go lift some heavy weights. Go for a bike ride. Do some yoga. Like, just do whatever suits you. Yeah, and do it for the right reasons. I think if you if you go into it with these really high expectations, like you think that you're going to have seen major results within just a couple of days, like it's just not going to happen. And people who do that, they end up getting disappointed and then they don't go back and then it's a bad cycle. Yeah, do um, it yes. for yourself. Yeah, do it for yourself. Do it just for the sake of exercising and find ways to enjoy it. Alrighty, so my second one is also kind of linked to the gym. I don't feel like I need extra protein in my diet, but I also just kind of wanted something for the mornings and kind of like a protein powder to have with smoothies to make it a bit more creamy. And I was so skeptical of buying any because first of all, they're very expensive. Mm -hmm. And I've been given a couple of tasters from one of my friends who had a couple of vanilla, just plain vanilla vegan protein powders. And they just tasted like dirt. But I found this brand and I'm so excited about it because it's just so creamy and so delicious. So natural, just an all-round a great brand. And so it's called Topeka. I'll link it on the website. But I just got the Lean Protein Natural Vanilla flavor. And I had two today that were that good. I just have it with like a banana, some chia seeds, some almond milk, and then a scoop of that powder. And it's so creamy and delicious. And it keeps me really full for long because it's like got a lot of protein in it. And yeah, so just been loving that brand. It still is quite pricey and you've got to ship it over from Australia. But I would say 10 out of 10 is so worth it. And I'm so excited to order more of their products. Awesome, good to know. You always come out with the good snacks and the good food options. <laughs> always. Always. Food is my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last week, or maybe, well, not last week, but the last uh, podcast, I talked about Eliza Shelsinger. She's actually released 
one of her shows onto Netflix, so it's a lot easier to find her content. And again, it's just funny. She's talking about being kind of the elder side of a millennial and just funny things about social interactions. Yeah, I'd recommend. That's on Netflix. Eliza Schelsinger, her elder millennial show. And so my third one is Yoga by Adrienne. It's just this YouTuber and she's just really good. She has so many different videos on YouTube Mm. about yoga for stress, yoga for runners, yoga for a post-workout, yoga for focus just so many different ones some of them range from like five minutes and then they she also has full hour workouts and they're just really good it's just amazing for if I wake up and I want to do a yoga practice but I want to try something new or I want to try something more structured or if I'm feeling really cloudy or unfocused Mm. then I do her focused one and yeah they're just amazing definitely go check them out she also has a 30-day challenge yoga challenge on there where you do like a yoga um, practice every morning then my mum tried out and she really liked that so if you want to do that do that but yeah I'd recommend her so it's just yoga by Adrian on YouTube awesome and my third thing that I've been loving is using news apps to find my news so I've been learning from my media class that so many people are just using Facebook uh, or Twitter to find their news um, but this isn't always a reliable source they're going to be only seeing a certain kind of content because of the way algorithms work. They're only seeing what their friends are sharing. That keeps you in a really small bubble and you're not really expanding your mind. Like you're just learning about the things that you've always been learning about. Definitely recommend a couple of apps. So The Vice, they're doing news in a really different way. They have lots of short videos and they kind of keep really short headlines that get straight to the point. For more serious global news, I like to read the New York Times. At the moment it's a lot about Trump because it's obviously like a big thing in America but if you really do look into it they have a lot of international articles and lastly stuff for New Zealand. Um, It's hard to find one New Zealand app that I really enjoy. Like I've tried stuff, I've tried the New Zealand Herald, tried Radio New Zealand, tried the News Hub. They've all got a slightly different slant so I'm still sorting out like the local news but definitely recommend using an app or going straight to websites to look for your news because you're just you're not gonna learn from just your social media and no one gets papers anymore people aren't actually looking for the news anymore I feel and we're less informed because of that so yeah just reading the news in general and keeping updated so we're gonna move on to our main topic so this is something that's really got me passionate um I was following this girl on Instagram called Florence Given and she has started a petition. Basically, Netflix has released a trailer for the show that's going to be airing in October and it's called Insatiable. So in the trailer we see this really overweight girl struggling at high school. She's getting bullied. They portray her to be really yuck and she doesn't wear makeup and her hair's terrible and she's got such low self-esteem that she, and she doesn't stick up for herself against these bullies. But this girl, somehow she gets punched in the face and her jaw is shut for the whole of summer and she comes back to high school and she's thin and she's attractive and she's suddenly confident and she knows how to use makeup now. And the problem with the show is that it's so fat phobic. It's showing that she only has worth now that she's skinny. She's only able to combat her bullies because she's skinny and it's such a harmful message. And the trailer has already set off a lot of people who have experienced eating disorders to go back to it and... Even people who haven't thought of it before, it's promoting it almost because the character in the show got skinny because her jaw was shut and she could only have liquids. 
it's terrible and the main actress in it is Debbie Ryan who's from Disney Channel and I think it's awful that she's doing this show like she has such a younger following and it being put on Netflix a lot of 12 13 year olds will watch the show and for girls like that's the time in puberty where body image is hard enough anyways and um, this girl that I'm following on Instagram, she started a petition to stop the show from airing on Netflix. And I highly recommend people to sign it. It's already got over 150,000 signatures. This narrative of fat characters needs to stop. We see it in lots of different shows as well. We've seen it in Friends, the way that... I love Friends. Like, I would defend Friends to the day I die, but the way that they portrayed Monica's character when she was fat she was a slob she was messy but now that she's thin she's a neat freak and she's beautiful and she has the best life and her life was terrible when she was fat also in New Girl if you guys know the character Schmidt so he's like a real ladies man but they have these flashbacks of when he was fat and he was a loser and it's just telling people that when you're overweight you're not good enough and it's just not an okay message at all at all yeah, I really think that this show, I only actually watched the trailer last night. Danny had sent me this big thing, like, beginning <laughs> of the week, being like, look at this, we are so talking about this on the podcast. And then I watched the trailer last night, and I was just in shock. This is a show that people are actually going to want to watch. And I was reading the comments, and everyone was just like, everyone just needs to get over themselves. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Everyone's making, getting so upset about this. And I'm just like... Fair enough. Yeah. You know, like, no, we're not going to get over ourselves because this is a horrible message. And if any of you guys had friends or partners or kids, I could not imagine if I had a child who was 12 or 13. Well, first of all, I wouldn't. I physically <laughs> couldn't. But if I had a young daughter or son who was going to be watching this and then thinking that they weren't good enough because they weren't skinny, that's just horrible. That's a horrible message to say that skinny and pretty looking link. And I would hate for them to have want to harm themselves or to want to not eat or develop an ED because the show is promoting that because she didn't eat, now she's gorgeous and she's wonderful and she's got all these things and she's popular and she's confident. Mm-hmm. That's not how it goes. You can be pretty and confident and whatever, no matter what size you are. Yeah. It's something that we shouldn't be seeing in 2018. We should be embracing all body types and just be promoting healthy living. Like, being healthy isn't interlinked with being skinny. It's not. It's, it's it, just not. It's not. You can, you can be thick and curvy and stuff and still be healthy. Some mm-hmm. people's body structures are different. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to being happy with yourself and taking care of yourself, no matter what size you are. And we need to see more curvy, chubbier girls in lead roles in the media because that's what there is in real life. There's not just skinny girls everywhere and the messages should be different. If you're going to talk about body image and stuff, it needs to be a lot healthier and we need to see curvier girls in the media. And shown as the lead character, who is the popular one? And who is the gorgeous one who knows how to do this beautiful makeup and who's got wonderful hair and who takes care of herself? Exactly. Debbie Ryan came back at all of this kind of backlash that's around the show, Insatiable, and she was saying, well, the producer's been through, well, the creator of the show has been through body image problems and she's coming from that kind of place and she just wants to bring up the talk about these dark subjects and poke fun at it and... But it's, they're hiding behind that and they're forgetting the fact that people get into these body image places because of these kind of shows. You can't hide behind satire comedy. It's, 
it still impacts people. Like, just because it's now a joke, it's making it worse than it is. Mm-hmm. Because people almost normalise it. Yeah, they think, normalize. oh, this is normal. Yeah, and that's already ingrained in our society that to be happy, you need to be skinny and beautiful. Which and is so not the case. No, it's so not the case. Like, I just am so fired up about it. And mm. I think good on the Florence Given girl for for noticing it. I'm sure a lot of people noticed it and she did something about it. So she already had quite a big following on Instagram because she speaks out about a lot of social messages and she used that platform to talk about it. Good on Florence Given for doing that. Mm. And me and Danny were talking about how if people want to create a show like this, you know, if she's saying, well, I've been through something like this for body image and I want to create a show that is going to help people. If she wants to help people through making fun of it or laughing about it, Sure, but don't create a show that's actually going to provoke people to want to be like that. If anything, if you want to create something like this that shows how it is, mm. create a documentary. Yeah. Talk a, talk to people who have actually been through it. Talk to people, you know, who are real, not... Yeah, I just think that there could be many more ways to do this. And if this show airs, which hopefully... Everyone goes sign the petition so that then it doesn't air. Yeah. I just can't imagine the amount of horrible impact this is going to have if the show is yeah and i'm not watching it like no i'm not giving it any views whatsoever i watched the trailer once and never again because i don't even want to give the trailer views yeah it's just this narrative of of fat people is not okay it's just not okay it was never okay and it's not okay in 2018 that's the other thing i feel like so many people are out there doing this amazing work on social media platforms through the media through entertainment and they're doing so much work to try and show that actually this is real life and it is acceptable and there are so many beautiful people out there of all different shapes and sizes and embrace your body for how it is you don't need to be changed to be happy and love yourself for who you are as long as you're taking care of your body that's all that matters and there's so many beautiful things out there and shows and everything and then something like this can just come along and almost bulldoze it just over come over and wreck it all and say actually no social media and no to all these people and no to all my viewers being chubby or being curvy or being larger is not okay yeah and you've got to be skinny to be beautiful yeah and the media has an important part to play in our society and they have a responsibility to their viewers to look out for them we've seen in the past that um shows affect people mentally and they're releasing these kind of shows because they're shock because they're they make you feel uncomfortable and all this stuff and it's just at the end of the day it's just a money hungry company wanting to get viewers from shocking to get more money yeah where it's just like you've got to know your morals and you've got to know the impact that you're having on people yeah and you've actually got to put your morals and doing the right thing before earning a lot of money exactly so yeah go to florence given's instagram the petition is right there go sign it she is the sneaky shouter of the week as well she's been on bbc news lots of different shows talking about her petition why she started it and her instagram is where she's trying to create social change and she's got t-shirts with really great messages and sayings on them you can go buy to support her as an artist as well as an activist so would you like to talk about the spot of the week so spot of the week i have just found this most amazing cafe and i'm just so passionate how amazing this cafe is i've already been three times this week and i intend to go 
three more. Yeah. Um, and it is the Exchange Cafe. So for those of you who don't know, as I feel as though it is quite a quiet little cafe, it's a cafe as well as a studio, as well as a space. So it's open, I think, at 8 a.m. And mm-hmm. then it, the cafe closes at 10. However, the space is 24 hours access. People who have keys are people who are on the studios in there. However, there are pretty much always someone there and the doors always open. Cool. So let's get down to it. It stays on the website and I'll read out the quote and then I'll talk a bit a little bit about what I've found through my experiences there. Mm. So it's a place for community, creativity and connection. A welcoming cafe and creative space that believes everyone is creative in some way and that creativity builds resilience and growth. By exchanging ideas and connecting with like-minded people, we cultivate a creative ecology and create a safe and inclusive space for creative experimentation, development and connection. That just says it all. I have been overwhelmed at how welcoming everyone is there, at how talkative they are about their ideas, and how inspiring people are, really. There are so many different works of art there. There are people mm. who create fashion and who try to go against fast fashion. There are people who there who are creating artwork. My friend actually has a studio there, and that is how I found out about the place, and she does these amazing drawings. There are people who paint, there are people who sew, there are people who do everything there. And even if you don't own a studio space, you can go there, get a nice cup of tea or coffee, or they've got a little cafe with food, and you can play board games. There are board games there, which I've been playing ridiculously way too much, but they're just so much fun. If anyone remembers me and Carla from like year eight, the best time. I've been playing it on Club Penguin. (laughs) It was so much fun. It's just amazing. You meet so many new people. I've met so many people there who are just so welcoming, so friendly. They talk about their ideas. There's just so many projects going on there 24-7. So many amazing projects that I just want to get right into and just want to join everything and such a creative out space that is just incredible. Like I'm just blown away that we have such an awesome place in Christchurch. And I'm also just thinking, how did I not know about this place earlier? Because the girl who I was chatting to the last time I went was saying, I've just never found a place as welcoming as this because it just feels as though you were coming in and you're in your best mate's flat. She was like, it just feels like a home. Basically, the cafe is just wonderful. I'll like link its website and whereabouts it is. It's all the way out in Waltham. So if you're living in Selwyn, it is a bit of a drive, but it's so worth it. And yeah, I just love it and definitely go check it out. Yeah, and everything that we've talked about today, we're going to put up on our website. Thanks for listening. Links to everything we talked about are on our website. Chatsforchangepod.wordpress.com Have an awesome week and make make a change. change.